Justine Nagore here and welcome to my metaphysical podcast here with fellow healer Christian. Hi. And a happy new year to you all. Um, Funnily enough, this podcast is centred around the concept of New Year's resolution. So we invite you just to sit down, pretend you're in a metaphysical uh, sitting room with us with a cup of tea just for an informal chat. These podcasts are designed just to get you to think. Um, So yes, been reading a lot of uh, social media posts and media, etc. on the huge push for New Year's resolutions. What are you going to set yourself up for this year? What are your goals? What detox diet you're going to throw yourself into? What great exercise goals? What weight you're going to lose, etc., etc. And how are you going to recreate yourself? And this this kind of yeah pinged me quite a bit, um, because I'm very much. Why do you need to recreate yourself? I think. I'd like to invite you to change the narrative on that rather than recreate what is actually very beautiful. You have it all within you. Why not celebrate yourselves? And as far as setting goals, goals quite often are sort of ego-based. Not not always, but often. Not saying there isn't a place for goals in this world, but goals are very often coming from a place without having done the inner work in the first place. So that's when they can quite often slip into being ego-based and also manipulated by outside sort of expectations and what we see around us. Whereas fostering intentions, subtle, gentle, loving, caring intentions, they're actually aligned with our own inner wisdom when we've actually put that work into place which right now we're still in that season of going within nurturing what's inside getting those aha moments and listening to our inner wisdom as we approach what I call the uh, the maiden uh, season we're still in that transition from the crone to the maiden so it's not all about external action and bish bash bong putting things um into sort of physical movement and stressing our already probably stressed bodies after the festive season. So yeah, just wanted to invite you to have a different narrative with it. And let's face it, our news resolutions often fail. Over to you, Christian. Um, thank you. I think for me, it's it's quite important to distinguish between the newest resolution and objectives. I think objectives are a wonderful thing. And obviously in, in a company environment, you have your annual objectives where you discuss at the beginning of the year what you want to achieve and so on and so forth. And I think <clears throat> that's a that's a great thing. I mean, New Year itself, it's a kind of artificial concept, isn't it? So you can do your annual objectives at every time. You can do an annual objective from August to August. You can do it from Jan to Jan. It doesn't really, doesn't really matter when you do it. But that's obviously where you have an objective where you set around, okay, I have a long-term goal over the next 12 months. I want to achieve something. And I think that's very valid and very helpful because if you don't have objectives, you can't achieve anything. So if you are in that more corporate world or, or more in, in the, let's say, materialism world where we all are, if we like it or not, even spiritual people need to fill a fridge and so on. So then objectives can be very helpful. The point with New Year's resolution is quite often it's born out of a bad conscience that people know 
what I'm doing is not good, mainly because they overindulge in December. They drink too much, they eat too much, and then there is a bit of feeling naughty. So I will change, I will change, I will do dry January and not drink for a month. And oh, It's a bit like, like a Christian concept of, oh, I have sinned, so I now do, how do you call it, penance or so, or whatsoever. And then you are it's like good, self-flagellation. Yeah, and then you are a good boy, good girl again. So it's it's coming out of that mindset. And obviously, do you really need that? If you want to change something, you don't need a New Year's re resolution. Just drink less in December. And if you don't want to drink less, then just accept it and say, oh, yeah, in December, I will fully indulge myself. And I know I will have five pounds more first uh, of Jan than I had first of December. Um, and that's it. Accept it. Don't do that self-flagellation and say, oh, now I will starve myself a whole January. I agree. And I, <clears throat> for me, there are also two things here is that I uh, working very much with the turning of the wheel. That's working with the seasons and what the world is, how, how, what Mother Nature is showing us. There are um, better times um, where we can sort of have that action. But to have the action, it's like giving birth to something. You have to do the inner work before you can birth it into the world and manipulate and change it and hone it to exactly what you want. And this isn't necessarily the time of year to be putting that action into place. We're still in the internal sort of stages where for anything to be grown, the concept has to be sort of brought within the body when we're talking about ourselves and sort of have the, the strength and sort of the, the fostering and the nurturing and the aha and the, the, the inner wisdom, the in, inner connection to ourselves, before we can bring it out in the world, we can't just suddenly bish bash bong, bring, have, expect something to be out there in the world when we haven't done the inner work in the first place. And I think relating back to uh, the corporate world, yes, goals, etc., timelines, money achievements for within certain time frames is is great and I understand that being put into place but the people that are actually trying to work that and have that into place if they work on themselves first it's like you've got the the, the big wheel you've got the big umbrella let's say but underneath you've got the people that make it happen you've still got people that need to make that happen and if those people would work on themselves their inner work they would have a much, uh, a far better success story, both for themselves personally and for the businesses that they work in to achieve those those more corporate goals as well. So it's, it's like a tier system. Well, I think many people who do a lot of work on themselves will quit the corporate world, but <laughs> I think there's only so much inner work that it's uh, aligned to corporate world. But yeah, um, agree with that and... I think it's it's also quite important when you think about the New Year's resolution. Quite often it's used as an excuse. So you know that you need to go to the gym or do some exercise. But from October onwards, you basically think, oh, I will start New Year with it. So you postpone it basically for three months and doing a bit more exercise because from next year onwards you will do it. But it's the same in life. It not always goes well, isn't it? It's like people who are saying, oh, I will I will save everything. I will not go on a on a big holiday. I will do it when I retire. And I saw that with my grandparents who are always talking about the big holidays they will do when they retire. But if you never go on, on holidays, then you will not change your life completely when you retire. So it, it's basically just being pushed something out because you don't really like to do that. 
and just use it as an excuse, isn't it? And that's the same with New Year's resolution sometimes. And it's acceptable for New Year's resolution to fail. Everybody knows that New Year's resolution will yeah. fail. So you're basically putting your your gym membership into a time where everybody knows that it's failing. So it's an acceptable failing. If you start in in August with your gym membership and are already out of it by, by October, it feels like a much bigger fail than when you start in January and are out in February. So. It's also a great commercial thing, isn't it? Well, yes. January, you know, the, the, the memberships and the gym especially. But what what I would just, to sort of sum this up, what are we going to leave you with, from my point of view, is, is first of all, being gentle on yourself. Don't get swept away with the media push and what everybody else is doing because we have a huge uh, capacity to follow like sheep where we like to herd and do what everybody else is doing and feel a part of the crowd, which I know might sound quite harsh, but you know, you're an, you're an individual. So first of all, please celebrate yourself and how amazing you are. Know that you have it all within you and actually really take the time to reflect what is in alignment with your physical, your, your physical body, your emotional state and your energetic state. What are you going to uh, set an intention for or foster or nurture right now? And look outside to Mother Nature. She's your best coach and she can show you at what stage should we be going gung-ho into things and at what stage should we sort of be still inviting in some stillness into our lives, some, some nurture and some care. That's my take, what I would like to leave you with. Anything from you, Christian? No, I think that perfectly summarizes our, our little podcast here. So have a great start into the new year and yeah, see you next time. And remember, you are amazing. <laughs>